now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 550 or 65th episode of the Puckle Podcast. Too many episodes. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful, as always, co-host. We've got the one and only Lord Yushiro. Some say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone. And then, of course, we've got the wonderful and knowledgeable, as always, R. Sigma. I am here. Hi. Yeah. Welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. We talk everything here, Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. We used to not talk about the trading card game, and then I got the bug, and it's real bad, guys. <laughs> it's real bad. It's real bad. My my deck is, my desk, not my deck, my desk is covered in Pokemon cards. <laughs> I need to clean this up, but like it's it's absolutely horrible because like I started playing again, and I, I which everybody who's been listening stop. to the show will know. I I mean I yeah I can't stop man. I've been playing a lot this <laughs> week, and I I I played in like a few tournaments, and I I didn't realize I forgot how much like people are sheep, right? Because we uh-huh. haven't had a lot of like in person tournaments for a while. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so the number of people that are just like copying the top deck list from the most recent regional in Peoria is so high yeah you can always set your clock to that it's so it's so frustrating and i had forgotten because like i'm just seeing everybody playing the same deck over and over and over again and the thing is mm-hmm. like we're we're in one of those metas again this feels very similar almost similar to like the steam siege meta mm-hmm. where like we had like three decks that were just really good but they were all super effective against each other in some kind of weird triangle <laughs> and so so you had to guess which one was going to be the more popular one before you went to a tournament because I remember it was, it was like it was like Volcanian, Metagross, and something else. I forget what it was, but yeah, it was uh, it was a time. <laughs> it was I think it was some ice type because it was like it Maybe would be Glaceon. Glaceon was I a, forget what it, it that sounds right. Glaceon was like a decent card, so it might have been yeah. Glaceon. Yeah, I just remember back then it was just crazy, and so we're kind of in the same situation where like Lost Box is what won, um, which is actually well, it used to be a cheap deck, but now it's not. <laughs> I, I think the problem is um it uses four scoop up nets and scoop up nets don't ever go down in price. They will they will in or whenever rotation happens. And then so scoop up nets are I think those are almost like four or five bucks a piece now. Ooh. Yeah. And then there's a couple wow, there's that's you, a lot. Yeah, you run like you run like three Sableyes, and those Sableyes are going for like three dollars a piece now. It does run, unfortunately, the Radiant Charizard. So that's another like twenty five bucks for you right out there. So that deck actually adds up pretty for a single prize deck that comes out to be a pretty penny. I blame the Charizard. The I blame the scoop up nets. I and battle VIP passes have jumped too. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I laugh because when we did our set review, usually those kinds of cards are just kind of trash. So it's like, yeah. yeah, it exists. We don't need to talk about it. And then it's like, oh no, it's a format staple. It's like, what? How did yeah. this happen? Mm. <laughs> Battle VIP passes. Let me look right now because I I was looking and I was like, wow, they're insane. Because they they weren't cheap when I yeah. Right now it looks like uh, if I wanted to buy a Battle VIP pass, I'm looking at like three bucks for a Battle VIP pass. Ooh. That's one, and you, you usually play four. Yeah, so, for a trainer card, that's a, that's rough. That's a lot, yeah. And 
I mean, I think thankfully, I would assume so. They've got those Mew V battle decks coming out at in I would November. Hope that, that has it. I would assume that it, I would assume it has four in there. I would assume that it's just got a full playset, and I would just honestly, that's a big buy for me. I'm gonna probably actually pre-order that one too. Mm. I'm gonna pre-order two of those because I've been wanting to build Mew anyway in person, just to have mm-hmm. because like right now it's just gonna be a really good tournament staple. Yeah, counter decks are usually the ones that go yeah the long way. Yeah, none of the cards that are essential to Mew rotate until Mew rotates. So I think it'll be there for a very long time, even with like they had that hard counter come out. The Drake Beyond. That's that's what I've been doing this week. I've been having a lot of fun with that. I need to I, I want to play uh some Unite soon. I haven't played since they updated. I've played a quite the one that I've been playing actually more surprisingly is Master CX. Oh yeah? Yeah, I got back to that. Yeah, I got a new phone, so I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> let me test games, and I got, I got back to Master. So I've been uh, Ash Ketchum was finally released not too long ago. Yeah, I do. About Ash that. was a really good unit uh, yeah. too. Yeah, he's really good too. Yeah, managed to get my hands on him. He's a lot of fun. Red with Pikachu as well. I have a whole Pikachu team, which is hilarious. I call it Pika Mob. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a pretty fun game. For those of you who don't mind gacha games, it's uh, it's actually a pretty fun one. Man, I I mind gacha games mostly for what they do to my wallet. <laughs> well, mine's uh, I don't know how when I created my account, apparently I selected that I was a miner. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. And a game doesn't let me buy anything, so I'm good. <laughs> blessing in disguise. <laughs> yeah, a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Oh man, what about you, Sigma? You been up to anything fun? Mostly shiny hunting and getting ribbons and BDSP. This week I got a shiny tornadus, so that's cool. Man, the chat's been on fire about like doing a uh, doing like ribbon runs, or not the chat, but the Discord. Like they've been yeah. talking about this all over the place. It makes me want to do one, but I don't know that I want to do. That. I I don't want to go back to Gen three and start one. It's not even like the Gen three part. It's like the Coliseum part ex- ex- specifically. <laughs> like that's the part that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, that's it's rough. Also, like, it's really hard to get shinies in those games if you're not, like, using an emulator and yes. checking your frames. It's like, no, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I will just get the ribbons I can get in the games that I have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fine. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I, I'm thinking about it, but I don't know that I want to play Coliseum. <laughs> I, I love Coliseum, <laughs> and it's, like, Coliseum ideas. Coliseum is great, but it's slow. It's so slow to go through. Okay. I, I'm just going to keep preaching because, like, I have many of the same opinions uh, as, like, Tamashi Hiroka, who is who used to be a big YouTuber. She still makes videos, like, she pretends to at least, or does on somewhat occasions, and she knows that her upload schedule is pretty bad. But mm-hmm. I, we have, I follow her on Twitter, and she has so many of the same opinions I do. I feel very validated following her on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> because she, her opinions are just like, she's like, Gen 3 just exists so that the Pokemon company could make money. And I'm like, yes, 1000%. Yes. Like, if we're gonna, if we're gonna yell about, like, uh, Gen 8 because of, like, the way they're handling Pokemon and how you have to buy certain games to have certain Pokemon, let's talk about Gen 3 for, like, a half second. Yeah. 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 I cannot take anyone serious that says that Gen 6, 7, or 8, well, we can't say nothing about it yet. It has not been released, but anyone who says anything bad about, you know, 6 and 7, oh, I'm sorry, 8 is <laughs> Gala. Galar. I mean, yeah, yeah. we're, yeah, we're yeah. done with 8. You, you got what I mean. Um, yeah. the three, it's just after three, it's just, there's nothing to complain about. Three was, oh, three, by three, far was, the three worst. was a mess. 
Three is a mess. Absolute and, mess. And it's honestly, if you look historically, it, it's honestly, it, it's a product of its time. Mm-hmm. Because it turns out that Nintendo was very, 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 very against game rentals. It, back in like the early 2000s because that was really big you'd go to like your your hollywood video or your blockbuster and you could like go rent a video game and so right. and so that they were trying to prevent people from being able to go rent a video game and get the pokemon they were missing and instead go buy the video game to get the pokemon they were missing right uh, so that's why all of those games are such a slog because they mm. didn't want you, they didn't want you to be able to finish like you need to put in the 25 26 playtime hours to be able to finish purifying all of the pokemon in coliseum so you can trade them because they want you to, uh, they don't want you to be able to like go rent the game for a week and be good. Like Stadium Two was a lot, or Coliseum Two was a lot better with purification. But XD was that was two thousand five. though, so that we're getting near the death of Blockbuster, right? So Blockbuster was dying. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, we're getting near the we're getting the the end of Blockbuster. But I mean, they still have to have the the Pokemon Snap uh, boxes there. Yeah. Well, it also still it still have same thing with. Uh, with like the way they spread the Pokemon out, like with Leaf Green and Fire Red, like you can't you can't trade yeah. with Ruby and Sapphire until you get the national decks. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, because they don't want you to go rent Leaf Green Fire Red after you own Ruby and Sapphire to go get the Pokemon you're missing. Mm. I'm telling you, it's a it's a big mess, man. Gen three, Gen three is like if you want to talk about anti consumer, like it's Gen three, right? The game design was very much uh, built upon. Uh, preventing rentals because they did uh, Nintendo did prevent rentals in Japan, um, but oh, they were not they they were not successful in the U.S. and that that just really made them mad. <laughs> fun facts, fun facts, yeah, uh, just fun facts with Thatch. All right, well, we're gonna go ahead on that note of uh, Nintendo anti-consumerism and talk more about Nintendo <laughs> uh, and their products, <laughs> specifically Pokemon, <laughs> and talk about how they, they're trying to sell us on this newest game, uh, Scarlet and Violet, and whatever else they've got going on today. So we've got a, I, a hopefully a very good show for you today. On that note, though, I'm we should... Pumped. Yeah, we should definitely go ahead and just kick it on over to the news. Let's cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. We've got a few things to talk about in the news that aren't the trailer that dropped this week. That trailer was very good, and we're going to talk more about it later in the episode. That's the topic. That's our topic today, because I think it's just a lot of things to gush over, and I'm very excited to, to discuss it. But we have some other things to plow through. First of all, uh, on the weekend of November 11th, Splatoon 3 is going to be having another Splatfest. Why are we talking about this on a Pokemon <laughs> podcast, you may ask? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're, go- we're we're all Nintendo fans, so I also own Splatoon three. <laughs> yes, I do, yeah, I and it have yet, yet but to it's play on the it. list. I'll have it by the time this happens. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I've played it a little bit, but like it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, the people who are playing it are just like the hardcore Splatoon two people. I, so like, I'm trying to catch up still. Yeah, and it's just there's so many games coming out. I barely have time. Yeah, so they're going to be running a Splatfest, though, and the Splatfest now uh, in Splatoon 3, this is like the only change I think they've really made to the game, <laughs> it, is that uh, the Splatfests are now, uh, instead of being two teams, it's like they're actually three teams. Yeah. 
So instead of choosing like what they probably would have done in the past between Scarlet and Violet, you are choosing your starter this week. And you can actually get exclusive shirts uh, in game for that team. Uh, additionally, uh, I believe they're going to sell them as physical merch. Yeah, in Japan, <laughs> I believe it's a lot easier. Here, it's like only yes. at New York's. Yeah, you have to go to the you have to go to Nintendo NY, which is the only Oof. Nintendo store apparently that they're willing to make. I I am still befuddled by the fact that we don't have more things like the Pokemon centers and the Nintendo store NY. Me okay, too. Okay, because I don't know how they don't have a Nintendo store in me Seattle. either. I don't. I yeah. I have no idea how they don't have things like this. Honestly, because I don't know. You look at you look at like malls, which are still dying, by the way. But that's a different story. Um. You look at things like that, and in Nintendo NY is like the perfect. It's the perfect equivalent of um of one GameStop, which I think is dying. But if you did it right, it would probably be fine. Right. Um, no. Well, the thing that uh, they have to take into consideration, and why what are the things that are making brick and mortar stores still be alive, is the fact that you just you can't just go there to buy something. You have to have an experience. And I believe I Pokemon, C- Pokemon Center are just recipe made mm-hmm. for have an experience, have good paid employees, mm-hmm. and you could expand that to uh, you could expand that to Nintendo as well. I think. Yeah, I mean, their Nintendo store in New York has like a lot of Mm-mm. like older things, like console libraries and yeah. amiibo collections that you can look at. Right? Have the employees have them dressed as you know Pokemon Center, or if it's a Nintendo store, characters from Nintendo. Have it be an experience yeah. when you go in there, and it will never be empty. <laughs> well, honestly, I think I think GameStop's kind of lost its way a little bit too. Well, it's just a store. You just go there to buy a store and to, you, you don't get nothing other than that. Like they, they used to host like video game tournaments and they just don't do that anymore. They don't want to be a community hub anymore. They just want to be a store. At the same time, though, I think they realized that most of their yeah. store spaces just were not large enough to support that kind of thing. I, I think that's true, especially now with, with all of their dorkly crap. that they, Not dorkly, but yeah. uh, what do they buy? Uh, Think Geek. Think Geek. With, yeah. all, with all that stuff that they just shoved in there. It's just uh, it's just a mess in those stores, and they don't have anything that I ever want, except for like the random Pokemon product that might come out. It'll, I can know that GameStop will have it. They will try right. to sell me on more and try to lie to me that they think this <laughs> is going to be hard to find later on. Yeah, the um, Beanie Baby effect. They they do that to me. They do that to me all the time. And like I I want to I one day I just want to be like, do you know who I am? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Do you like, know To be fair, like, TCG product in the ball time have so many exclusives that I don't know what has No, worked. no, I I mean, right now they're dropping a lot of product, but the one that got me was, mm-hmm. like, when the Pokemon Go set dropped back in July. I, like, walked in there and just like, you need to get one of these, like, shiny Eevee bundles. I already purchased one, like, a week before launch because mm-hmm. Target accidentally put them out early or something. And uh, they're just like, they're going to be super hard to find. And like that was one of the things I was still finding, like when Pokemon the Pokemon Go set was winding down. Uh, mm. I was just like, I'm like, I'm still finding those things everywhere because it's sixty dollars, and the only right. thing you get is like a play mat and a pin. Like that's the only difference right. you get. <laughs> Let's instead get into some unite talk. Uh, and the big things they ever since the one year anniversary they've been nonstop just releasing new Pokemon. No, ever since the game came out, they've been nonstop releasing new Pokemon. <laughs> like, this isn't... I mean, they have a schedule now, and it's a, it's a rough one. It's yep. really... It's a lot... There's a lot of Pokemon coming there out all the time. Like, you know, you know what's going to upset me is when we're going to have more playable Pokemon as Pokemon in Pokemon Unite, 
than there are well, in Sword and Shield or something like. I, I think they realized <laughs> that their release schedule was easily like grinded for by free to play players. So now they're actually releasing like three a month. Yes. So people yep. actually have to pay if they want to keep them all. Yep. Um, oh God. Yep. To be fair, I really like that. I mean, I'm okay with the the pay to play model because, uh, to some extent, because I don't know too many people are just like grabbing the new thing, and then you never mm-hmm. got to use it, even if you were paying for it, right? Like, back to the news though, and and all the hype that is coming up. Clefable uh, and Clefairy, the next Pokemon that to be released, uh, they are coming on October 13, Great Halloween, um, day there. Very excited for Clefable. She, uh, she was released, uh, right after, oh, uh, she's going to be released right after the last Pokemon, which was Cider and Seesaw. A lot of fun with, to win them, of course. And they also announced Sableye is coming to the game, yeah. which I know is a fan favorite. Um, so, uh, there's just lots of things going on Spooky in Unite, mode. guys. Go enjoy Spooky it. Mode. It's, like we said, it's all free to play. So, uh, if you want to spend money, you can, but you don't have to, and it's just a lot yeah. of fun. All right. We'll kick it off, Sigma. Kick All it off. right. Time for our Go segment. Uh, this coming weekend is Litwick Community Day, and that's on Saturday from 2 to 5. Uh, Litwick, eh, Litwick is a great shiny, and uh, if you want some, get them. Uh, also, this weekend, it, from the 14th to the 17th, there is an event called the Festival of Lights. It introduces Morlul, and there's a higher chance of getting shiny Chincho. And I don't have a shiny Chincho, so that's cool. <laughs> uh, you get yes. double catching XP yeah. and double candy for catching things, too, during the event. Yay. Oh, it's important. And, of course, in November 5th, we have a rerun of Dratini for Day on Pongo. Hey, uh, I'm into that. Yeah, there are data mines that point that Sotoa finally is going to be added to the game for Halloween, which would leave Valcarona and Keldeo as the last Pokemon from Unova, not in the game. Where's they don't Kekrion? have much time if we're getting the Halloween day. Where's the game yet? I'm just, I'm just saying, where's, I mean, that's where Kekleon's coming from, probably. They'll probably put it in there. And you know what? They'll I give us purple so. Kekleon be because they can. Everyone <laughs> There's no rules. There's no rules. Purple Kekleon. Purple Kekleon. I actually bought a plush for when I went to Kekleon. NAIC. <laughs> Of purple Keklia. Purple Keklia. Yeah, they had one in the Pokemon Center. They, it was like the Pokemon. Oh, it was like okay, the Pokemon yeah, yeah, Mystery yeah. Dungeon stuff. Ooh. Um, so like, so like they had the plush from the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX because I'm sh- mm-hmm. I just assume they haven't sold those all out yet. Right. And uh, so I assume that 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 that's why it was there. So I bought one though. I wouldn't be shocked if they used NIIC because they that's have awesome. a distribution center for Pokemon Center there in Columbus. All right. So our next. Uh, our next part of the of the podcast, as always, is our Puckles Pokey prediction to end this. Uh, this week, we did get the Mario movie trailer where uh, Mario <laughs> looks like P. Pasquale from Chuck E. Cheese. And, and sounds just like uh, Chris Pratt. Yes. Uh, and as we look at the... Uh, Look at the top-selling Switch games to see that the difference between Switch is in fifth and Super Mario Odyssey is in sixth. With it's only a half a million gap. Uh, one of those games, uh, with only one of those games, about to see a replacement launch. Will Odyssey pass Switch? Uh, pass Switch to mark the end of Pokemon's uh, Pokemon being in the Switch's top five for the remainder of the Switch's lifespan. Basically, if Odyssey, I think it, uh, Odyssey I think is Pokemon's already cheating. I think Pokemon's cheating anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with its dual release. Well, the jump Pokemon's between like. Anyway. Sixth and seventh is a big one, but, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, Super Mario, I think Super Mario will probably pass it. I mean, there's a good chance Odyssey will, mm-hmm. especially with Scarlet and Violet coming out, but they are trying to make the Pokemon titles more evergreen, right? I see a lot of outside 
uh, outside like emotion for this game that um, I can't really say if it's more or less than previous. I just know that it's pref- present. And if it's present, if people that are mm. casually still paying attention or are paying attention, that's good signs for the game. So let's see. I what mean, happens. I think the game is going to sell well. I think it's going to sell well. Like, there's yeah. no doubt in my mind it's going to sell well. Um, I. I mean, it's one. It's a Pokemon game, so like ten million units minimum is honestly. I mean, expected. it wouldn't be a shock for fifteen million. Like, I mean, everyone wants Lechonk, so all that matters is it beats Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, which I think it will. Thirst traps shouldn't be allowed on the list. <laughs> well, this is a good place to stop. We're gonna wrap it up here, and we're gonna kick it on over to Puckles Pokey Quiz, where we're gonna quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckles Pokey Quiz, part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Before we begin, I just want to let everybody know, if you like this, uh, we do have a new show that's Patreon exclusive. It comes out once a month on, I'm going to say, second Thursday of the month right now, because that's when it's coming out this month. <laughs> um, where you can, if you join at the $5 tier on our Patreon, you can get access to... Puckle's new Game Corner Plus Patreon edition. I just decided Woo! to make the name even longer. It's going to be great. Uh, um, I'm gonna, I'm hosting it currently, and we uh, we had we just recorded the last one. It does come out this Thursday. So if you're interested, go over to Patreon.com/slash/PucklePodcast. Get some more trivia like this type stuff, uh, just in different formats. So without further ado, let's jump on in to our questions. Our first question this week is going to be from Dex Lord. In Pokemon Unite, how many Pokemon use the attack stat as opposed to special attack? Oh, could you tell us how many Pokemon in the game? Uh, Uh, I'm going to give you guys a plus or minus three on this question. Right, and this is counting which, like, how many? Yeah, that's a great question. Right, at least Pokemon. How many Pokemon? In Pokemon, because that Unite. number changes. I'm googling this. This is this is every other life. week. This is it. Uh, it looks like it is currently okay, okay. sitting at 45. Um, in terms of like character selection, I feel like physical is a lot higher than special. Uh, um, yes, it is. I, I I was gonna say I think we will go better if we count which ones are like the special. Because like Nine Tails is one of the specials, uh, but there which a ones lot. aren't. Right, Nine Tails, Guard of War, Mr. Mime, uh, we got Mew, we got... Uh, Glaceon, I assume? Blissey? No, actually. Well, I think Sylveon Glaceon be, is right? Yeah. Sylveon special? But Glaceon can crit... Sylveon for sure. Yeah, the thing about... So, the th- one of the things that you know when it's when it's a uh, 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 offensive and a special offensive is that uh, special offensives uh. can't crit. Uh... 
So, all the mages of the game, as they unofficial call them, they don't crit. They just do high damage okay. with their uh, abilities. Um, and as far as I can remember, I think Charizard I is physical, so. for example. Um, yeah, uh, Dragonite, I believe it's special. So, it's probably so something around 35 to 30, this, maybe, or physical. Yes, that sounds maybe... 30 to 15. Okay. I would say. Do you want to up it like one or two then for physical? 30 physical. Yeah, 32 like and yeah. 13. Yeah, I can go with 32. It sounds 13. like a good it sounds mix, like I, I, I can know come up with this. It's more physical numbers, than special. But it sounds like a good number, yeah. There's a lot more physicals, yeah. Yeah. So you're locking in 32 for the number of ones that use attack. Mm. That is unfortunately outside of the uh, error bars. Uh, okay. The answer is twenty four. That's a lot closer Ooh, to middle. Uh, a lot less. Okay. So it is. It is. It is more. It, it, it's it not is. It is more right, but it is definitely more middle. Yeah. 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 It's Ooh, only. It's only Cinderace, Charizard, Snorlax, Mamoswine, Garchomp, Lucario, Crustle, Aegislash, Trevenant, Serena, Zerora, Greedent, Buzzwole, Duraldon, Machamp, Dodrio, Scizor, Dragonite, Zumarill, Tyranitar, Absol, Talonflame, and Decidueye. Mm, there you go. So you are uh, you were you were close on the idea though. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to give you guys credit. You got farther than I would have gotten on that question. All right. So there is a question uh, from Foxy concerning Furfru. Foxy. Um, what is currently the only way to register the Furfru forms in Pokemon, Pokemon Go, Home? Which makes it awful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that your? Or final you can answer? trade them on po- You could trade them through yeah, the. That is correct. Too, yeah. No, that they is, come from Pokemon Go. <laughs> that is correct. Yes, they have to come from Pokemon Go. Since Furfru cannot be caught in any of the Generation 8 games, the only mainline way of getting into the home is to send it through Bank. Bank will revert the, for- revert the form to normal upon depositing, meaning that all Furfro sent this way will be changed to normal form. If you catch a Furfro in Pokemon Go, however, the form change will, uh, and change the form there, it'll stay there. So, good for you. All right, that's one for two. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question. And this one is going to come to you from Dennis, the Mimikyu Maniac. We haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, Dennis. Dennis. Uh, it's Ultra Sun Dex entry reads, its temperament is rough and it loves to fight. But as soon as its pincers break off, it turns cowardly. It stays timid until they grow back. Who's that Pokemon? My first thought is pincer. Uh, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say Pincer too. Mm. You wanna lock Pincer in for that first answer? Yeah. Pincer is unfortunately incorrect. Oh. Uh we're gonna move on to your second entry. Your second entry is from Ultra Moon and it reads its pincers often fall off. Unlike with Crabrawler and or Clauncher, the meat in its claws is utterly <laughs> nasty and stinking. Oh, this is the lobster. Uh, so is it Crawdon or is it Crawdon? Like crabby, no, I think it's or crawdon. well, would be uh, uh, what's its name? The smaller form, right? Uh, I don't remember what's the fall. Corfish, <laughs> the, the smaller name, corfish. Um, I something, something tells me that the dark is what makes it stinky. On product is what <laughs> makes it nasty. Yeah, <laughs> is that what you're locking in, crawdon? Yes. Crawdont is correct. Woo! You guys are three for three. Yeah, apparently the meat in its claws <laughs> is nasty and stinking. I, what, that sounds what like are these an entries? Ultra Sun and Moon entry. 
Yeah. Yeah, the Ultra Sun and Moon. Oh my gosh, they, those they entries were, were just they, terrible. They existed to make <laughs> YouTube top 10 videos about. Like that that's my belief. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, seriously though. <laughs> yep. All right. So we are uh, at your multiple answer question. You guys can get up to three points here. Uh, there are in in this case eight answers, and they will. Uh, I think Sigma will probably carry the team here. But, uh, <laughs> well, more than likely. Uh, I mean, uh, for every two answers you give me, markets. for every two answers you give me, I'll give you a point. It, so you only need six of the eight. Uh, if you get all eight, you can give yourself a nice pat on the back. This one's going to be from Farmer Fox, and Farmer Fox would like to know. What are the eight items other than berries that have secondary effects when okay. used with fling? Uh, so it would be the flinching items. So that would be the the King's Rock. Okay. You do have to lock them yeah, in and get King's three strikes. Rock. I always forget to say this. Yeah. Are you locking that in? Uh, the other flinching that is item correct. that, that is involves fly score. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. It's called the Razor Fang. I'll give it to you. Uh, uh, toxic that is also orb correct. Burn okay. Orb, I believe, both do it. Uh, toxic Orb yeah, well, and that Flame Orb, not Burn Orb. But yes, it does the same thing. <laughs> yes, that, those are two more. So you're at four, so that's two points. If you give me two more, what, you can get... Uh, about, um, the Light the, Ball the, the Pikachu ball. holds can cause paralysis when you throw it? Uh, locking that in, that is correct. That It does that do uh, that. The light bulb will cause paralysis. What about That's the just uh, a iron ball? Whatever you call the, the metal uh, ball. Now, okay. do we count guaranteed grits as secondary effects? Um, okay. I'm going to say no, okay. based on this uh, list I'm handed. Hmm. King's there are Rock? three more. You yeah, said King's, King's Rock. Rock in the oh, thing. Okay, hmm. What else? I wonder if adrenaline orb might do some, might boost speed. Uh, it's a weird one, but we'll lock it in. Okay. That is incorrect. Oof. Adrenaline Orb does nothing. Oh, wait, changing stats does do something, but it's not exactly remove or okay. not uh, raising or lowering. Oh, I get it. Okay, 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 okay. It uh, might, like, do oh, a recovery okay. so to it, stats. So, do, <laughs> oh, so, like, throwing herbs, like a white herb? That is correct. Okay. White herb, that gives you the full... Three points. Uh, that would restore your lowered stats if you threw it. Uh, mentor, okay, okay. Mental herb throwing that, that is as well a, does that is exactly a what mental herb is supposed there, to do. You know. um, and the, uh, <laughs> yes, that nobody will ever utilize. Uh, <laughs> the other one uh, that you can uh, oh, that you missed yeah. was poison barb. Okay. That'll also create poison. Uh, that one poisons oh, okay. toxic or badly poisons, right? Which right. is the difference. Which is the difference. All okay. right. So our, you guys are, uh, that was three. You're five for uh, four. You can go for six here um, with uh, your base stat question. And this one today is going to come to you from Zay Paladin. Which fully evolved poison type Pokemon has the lowest base HP? Repeat the question. Which Pokemon? Which fully evolved poison type Pokemon has the lowest hmm. base HP? Uh, let's grab a hint. Hmm. Uh, this is a dual type, uh, okay. and one of those I was thinking types Quilfish. is uh, uh, water. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? No, it's probably Toxapex. Toxapex has no HP. Okay. Like, it's all yeah, defenses. I can go with that. Toxapex is correct. It's got Woo! a base HP of 50, oh, wow. which is actually the same as Marini. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I, I would totally usually give like a top five, um, and because Liger would put it together. It, it's technically what so that what's tied for next at sixty is Arbot, Gengar, <laughs> Dustox, Roserade, and Scolipede, and tied after that is uh, at sixty five are Beedrill, both Weezings, Jotoian, Quillfish. Wow, and, Quillfish uh, is doing better Beedrill than Galgi I thought. At sixty five. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you guys got that correct. That gives you guys six points today. In your race to forty, uh, it doesn't. It, it since the ladder is so new, the good news <laughs> is you guys aren't far behind the lead. Yay! All right, let me. Uh, I gotta. I gotta do the. I gotta sort the range. There we go. Okay, so in first place we've got Mark with eight points. In tied for second place in a four way tie, we've got Linian, Claude, R Sigma, and Jushiro with six. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. All right, we'll see who wins eventually. Uh, in our race yeah. to 60. But if you want more Poke Quiz, tune in next week to Puckle's Poke Quiz. And of course, in the meantime, you can catch us over on Patreon with Game Corner, where we do more fun Pokemon trivia type stuff. We will catch you all on the flip flop when we kick it on over to the topic. If you like that, make sure you check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast, where this Thursday we're going to release a new episode of Puckle's New Game Corner Plus Patreon Edition where some of your favorite co-hosts face off against each other in a couple different games that test their trivia knowledge. So please, check it out if you get the chance. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. And welcome to our topic. Our topic today is going to be the most recent Scarlet and Violet trailer that dropped this week, which was an interesting trailer for a lot of reasons. One, I really liked that it was 14 minutes, even though it didn't show too much new stuff. It did show a lot of things, and it was really cool to see some... It showed off a lot of what we had already known, but it also showed off a few new things. But a lot of gameplay, which I I really like to see the gameplay. Plus a few secrets there, like Pokemon that showed up on the radars and stuff like that, that uh, people took notice on. We obviously got, like we were alluding to earlier in the show, we got we got like confirmation of some Pokemon that had been missing <laughs> previously, like Litleo. That's like, t- I'm sitting here with my little checkbox, Sigma. You don't know. Nice. Every time I watch a trailer, I just I just have a checkbox. That I'm just like, yeah, let's let's go to town. Let's just have a little <laughs> checkbox of, you know, the missing 60. I need those boys back. It's going to be real sad when you get to get to 59 and regular Samurott still missing. <laughs> right. I think regular Samurott will be there. We're not seeing starters in the trailers unless they get. I know in the trailers we're not going to see the starters. So like if Paldean form starters actually do happen, I don't think it'll happen either. I don't think that'll happen either. I don't think it'll happen. I think that was a very Hisuian, like, gimmick. I don't know how to explain this, but, like, Hisuian starters, like the starter evolutions, are the most inconsequential thing to me ever. They had a chance to make them better. I don't think that happened. I'm just kind of bummed because, like, I was really excited to go through with regular <laughs> Typhlosion <laughs> in Hisuian. I was just like, oh, this is it? Okay. I guess it's fine. I have, like, no feelings. Like, I don't, I don't hate them. I just don't know why they exist. You know what I mean? I, I know it means a lot to other people, but for me, it's so inconsequential. They could have given me the actual just evolutions and not given me the Hisuian forms. And I'd have been like, yeah, this is fine. And I would have, I would have no problems. Hisuian Samurott and Hisuian Typhlosion were just like, yeah, but what if we took some fan art? Then like a different Pokemon. It's like, oh, look at the new cool Typhlosion skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hisuian Decidueye is a different looking Pokemon. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Wait, okay, but let's talk about Scarlet and Violet and not uh, not Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is also a fantastic game. But 
Uh, I want to go over some of the new things, and then we can just talk about how we feel about the gameplay we saw. But uh, we got we got a lot of we got a lot of quality of life improvement things. Mm-hmm. My favorite is that we have a TM machine. Yeah, stations. I have no idea. Pokestop. I don't know. Is it a Pokemon Center? Is that what they call them? I want to say Pokemon Center because I hate the idea that they're going to call it a Pokestop, oh, no. and it's one hundred percent what they're going to call it because they got the Pokestop spinner on the top of it. <sighs> It's going to make my heart cry a little bit. The press release says every Pokemon Center. So. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank God. Because if they call if they called it a Pokestop, that's going to hurt me as much as when in the uh, anime on Netflix, where Go tries to catch Pokemon the first time, you just hear a random <laughs> great in the background after he catches something. And I was just like, I know. I don't like this. I, I, don't, I don't like this. His name's already Go. Like the, the heavy handiness, heavy handedness <laughs> is here. I understand. <laughs> Yes, I was so excited. But this TM thing, one, you get to craft TMs. Yes. Uh, which is nice. I do like this because it does give you a reason to like go around and beat up Pokemon and stuff like that uh, to collect items. You do need that in an open world game. Like You need a reason to go explore, uh, and that's nice. Yeah, and you have to grind a little bit, which I understand. Some people were complaining about that, like, grinding's not a difficulty. I'm like, yes, but you're playing an open world game. Like You, you can't have both. I mean, they have auto battle now, too. Like It's fine. You can't have both. Yeah, you can't play Pokemon and then complain about grinding. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't you can't ask for like an open world game and then be like, oh, but I have to collect items, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, you do. Right, exactly. It's like playing Breath of the Wild and then like, oh, but I have to go find these little creatures. I don't get it. It's like it's part of the game, dude. No, it's like you have to go pick flowers. That's what they're complaining about. <laughs> yeah, and this is even better than that. I feel like it's integrated better into the into the experience because it's just like oh you fought a pokemon which is what the game's all about here have some item for doing that and it's it's a better way to track it than in sword and shield i think where sword and shield just like count where just counts it it just counts it right on your pokedex like oh i've battled 25 Mm -hmm. wulu so far i think it would be i think this is better because you're just like oh i collected these items that's kind of cool uh, and you could do something with it. I was a little sad when they showed the Pokedex and we didn't get uh, Pokedex missions back from Legends Arceus because I thought that was a good way to keep you caring about the Pokemon. Okay, so I have mixed feelings about those. Like, I think some of them are really interesting, but some of them are just too much. Some of them were a bit grindy, but I would have liked a smaller version of that. It would make sense because you're you're a student, right? So obviously you should be researching them like in that form. And that would make sense. And it was nice to boost like shininess too. It's like, oh, I can control my shiny rate. I understand. I just didn't like it as much. You know what I mean? It just gave you a reason to interact with the Pokemon after you caught one for your Pokedex. I do really like it. I just wish it was a little bit more scaled back. Like, I I don't want to use the same attack 40 times in Agile style. Yeah, that was a bit much. Uh, I think think capping it at 20 probably would be fine. I want to be able to do it with one set of PP for the move. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to go heal and then go do it again. The agile and powerful styles were rough for how much PP they used. Please don't bring those back. Just don't bring those back. If we're getting another Legends game, let's not do it again. It was an interesting concept, just I don't think it was well established. The battle system was also hot garbage in PLA. I would understand if you had more battles or it's like multiple Pokemon, but even then it became so formulaic that it really didn't. It was, like you say, unconsequential, whether you use Agile or not sometimes, and it's like, eh. Didn't make much sense. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> TMs, though. That's what we have. You, you get to collect items. I think I think it's going to be fun. I really like the idea. 
and you you do get to see what TMs your Pokemon can learn immediately, uh, which ones you can craft immediately. Uh, the thing that scared some people was that rest got brought down to five PP. <laughs> Why would you need more? Which is where it belongs. Exactly. Why would you need more? It used to be 10. Well, because if you like to stall. I was going to say, you know what the thing that gets the most people probably stopping playing online? Having to play against stall multiple times in a row. Stall is only fun for the people that play stall. Yeah, stall. It's like, I love wasting 20 minutes to lose a game. It's like, yeah, I don't care when I lose to hyper offense. I just go to the next match. (laughs) I hope it's a signal that maybe timer is gone and we can just battle. Because that would be great. I would love this. Please. Thank you. (laughs) Very excited. We will find out. But yeah, that's the TM machine, uh, which is very exciting. Very exciting. Additionally, we found out what the new camp slash ami slash whatever (laughs) mechanic is. It's called Picnics. Right. Which looked like a straight rip of Pokemon Camp, almost, from Sword and Shield, where you set up a picnic table and you can hang out with your Pokemon out in the thing and then you make sandwiches instead of curry which i kind of like right then sandwiches feel more um culturally neutral Mm. to me than than like curry and everything else we've had which i'm i i like that as a culturally neutral option is sandwiches i think that's something (laughs) we can all get together with uh the thing that i saw somebody going around online that i really just want to i just want to like slap and be like no stop it they're like, you can have seven Pokemon right. in your camp. And I'm like, yeah, but one of them's Miraidon or Koraidon. And that looks to be not like a Pokemon <laughs> in your party the entire time. So maybe maybe we don't say that. If one of them's a big scary dragon, is, is it really seven Pokemon? Like It's your living bicycle. Yeah, exactly. It's not seven Pokemon. It's your it's your motorcycle. <laughs> it's your car. We don't know. The, the car was not on the in, invitation list. It's fine. He just showed up. Yeah, but then you get to play with your Pokemon that way. You can actually picnic with your friends, which nobody ever did in <laughs> camp because it was very inconvenient. I do like the the amount of selfies that were taken in-game, by the way, throughout this whole trailer. I, I don't know. It just makes it feel... It makes it a real Nintendo game. Yeah, it just makes it feel like it's a real... Like it's you're actually playing with your friends. Yeah, like, this is the closest I felt to the metaverse in my entire life. Right. Was watching this trailer. Yeah. <laughs> And other games are, are, are definitely doing one. One that I sick my teeth not too long ago was, uh, although it's not in the same scheme, but, uh, Dreamlight Valley, Disney's Dreamlight Valley, which is basically like a harvest moon, um. but Disney. Uh, very fun game if you like that type of game, but, uh, they have the same, even the same, um, you know, the, the poses. Selfie poses so you can like, oh, two mm-hmm. finger, you know, the double fingers or the hand oh. or anything, all of that. It's same as that game. And I'm like, you know what? It, it just works. Not only, I mean, I'm a, I'm a geriatric, uh, millennial, <laughs> but for the kitties, I know that selfies and that's really big on the generation. So, uh, I, I'm just happy for it. I mean, what's nice is it looks like you can turn those mm-hmm. selfies into yes. your card too. And, uh, it, it's not as, customizable as league cards but i that's probably fine people abused league cards i don't think you're going to be able to abuse this as much this just like this game just looks very pretty outside of the frame rate issues it was having during the before we leave picnic though we did learn right that picnic is going to be the main way to getting eggs we don't know if it's the main way yet but we do know you get eggs. we don't know if it's the main way but we do know you can get eggs I really like that honestly for two reasons i hope it's not the only way i hope they may keep reading in the game because a lot of people want that control, and I think egg moves are such a big thing that we've had throughout the years. But have they cut, like, main gameplay things from Pokemon before? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Course, yeah. The current egg system is also tedious. 
Yes, I think they also have, I don't know, like Junichi Masuda, I don't think is a huge fan of breeding. Um, he's not involved anymore, right? But it, he, he seemed to like cast shade at it when Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee came out and somebody asked about it. Something about like, people are just wasting time running in circles. Which is not wrong. Which I don't entirely disagree with. I'd want to know what's up about the eggs and more about it. They haven't gave us no information other than like, yeah, sometimes you can find an egg. Like, are they eggs from your Pokemon or are they just random? That's what I wanted to know because it's like, is it going to be random? Yeah. I mean, if you have three females and three male Pokemon on your party, which one of these is going to be the egg that's yeah, going right. to pop out? Like, this seems like if they're going right. to be using this method as the main reason, there's a lot of randomness then uh, added to them. So uh, it's interesting. Let's see. Yeah. The only thing they say in the press release about it is that it says become great friends with lots of Pokemon. During a picnic, your Pokemon will spend t- their time as they please. You can speak to your Pokemon one-on-one or use toys to play with them. Spend time together and strengthen your bonds. This looks like a way better camp, by the way. I, I like this one way better. <laughs> when your picnics, when you have picnics with your Pokemon, you may also find a Pokemon egg, and that's all it says. I don't know if it's from your Pokemon or from something else. Right. I don't know if it's, oh, yeah, the, one of your Pokemon, or you just randomly found a new egg with different, completely different Pokemon that you were carrying. I could see them being upset that, like, nobody used Pokemon Camp in Sword and Shield. I think I use Pokemon Camp only as, like, a Pokemon Center in the middle of a route or something. Or if you needed to uh, up the happiness for the Pokemon to evolve. I, I completed the Curry decks. It was not worth it. Yeah, but I could see them being like, hey, you're the daycare now, right? With your Pokemon. <laughs> like, maybe by the interactions or something, you can get the egg. So maybe you can you can still breed Pokemon, but you're not just going to have these boxes of breed checks, right? Maybe you need to play with the two Pokemon that wants to be an egg, and then you get the egg. Okay. I mean, there's possibilities, yeah. That that could happen. I mean, there could just also be a daycare as well, because they've given us ways to get multiple eggs before. Like, there's two daycares in Sword and Shield. That tells me they're not going to kill breeding. Well, there were there used to be Pokemarts in every city. They still exist. They're just inside the Pokemon centers. Right. Well... Breeding centers can exist just in your picnic area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not entirely against it. I mean, raids exist now. Raids give you relatively good Pokemon, so you... No, 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 yeah. I hope the raids are actually random and that breeding exists somewhere else. And because one of my favorite things in Pokemon that they've never recreated is the odd egg in Pokemon Crystal. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you're just given a random egg and it can just turn into anything and they're just like, I want this on my party. And it's usually like a semi-cool mm-hmm. Pokemon, right? I would love to see, love to hatch an egg, and it's just an Elekid. Elekid or Magby or Smoochum. Yeah, something cool. Like, give the baby Pokemon that exists a reason to exist because, hey, I just got one from an egg, right? I think that would be really, really cool. Or like a Tyrogue. Like, come on. There's so many possibilities. Mm-hmm. We got, more importantly, we got Litleo. Thank God we got <laughs> Litleo back. Litleo is definitely one of those Pokemon that I didn't know I liked until I didn't have him. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, I miss that Pokemon. I want a lion for my team. I know. It, there's so many Pokemon that are just like, yeah, I miss you. They didn't think I was going to uh, miss them. Speaking of that, they they confirmed Girafferig was in the game, and oh, more yeah. so that he evolves. He evolves into Fargaraff, and I love it, because if we're talking about Pokemon that need an evolution, they've been banging it out pretty well over the past year with po- between Legends Arceus and this. They've been doing a really good job. I Like, Cleavor <laughs> didn't need to exist. Weird here? Ursula... I- Okay, Ursaluna didn't need to exist either, but... <laughs> well, no, no. Ur- Ursaluna needed to exist, but it needed to be... Ursaluna was a shock. Y- yeah, the design's kind of funky. I'm not a big fan. Yeah. Ursaluna existing is why I didn't believe <laughs> I am so happy that we got just plain vanilla evolutions back. 
I'm hoping this means Eviolite doesn't exist mm. anymore. I'm okay with that too. I really love Far Fargraf though. I'm like, oh man, this is going on my team only because I've always liked Girafferig. The number of times you can catch Girafferig isn't that high, actually. What's the typing again? I, I forgot to double check. It's the same. I mean, it's still a good typing. It, it's normal psychic. It's still normal psychic, which is a unique, a unique-ish typing. I don't think anybody else has that. Oh, Weirder. Weirder does now, but. Indeedy. Nobody used it for that typing. <laughs> no, no good Pokemon has that type. You used it for the ability. <laughs> what was I looking up? Oh, I was looking up catch locations for Girafferig. Right. Uh, so Girafferig you get in Gen 4, it looks like. But outside of that, it was, it's been unobtainable since Gen 4, like outside of like extra post-game areas. It's always like weakish. And I'm just like, ah, because it's not going to, it's got a base stat total of four 450 or something. 455, something like that. And I'm just like, Oh man, I don't want to uh, use this, uh, even though he's a cool Pokemon. And his move pool is actually pretty cool too. I was just like, ah, oh, that kind of sucks. But now that he evolves, I am here. Fargraf is going to be on my team this this go around because they combine the body and the head together, which I think is such a cool concept and is better than like having the head grow into its own thing. Is the head becomes like some kind of helmet for Giraffe Rig. I love it. He turns into a real giraffe. And they gave him two new abilities. They gave him two new abilities. They're both okay. <laughs> so the first one is Kudshu. Kudshu is a new ability where if the Pokemon eats a berry, at the end of its next turn, it will eat that berry again. Oh, wow. Okay. It will get the effects on that berry again. So that could see some play depending on like how the berries work or like if there are any good berries that might work with it. Because you do have like stat boosting berries that he could just chew again and then get a second stat boost, which would be kind of cool. Uh, the ones where they activate if you get hit by a certain kind of attack I've seen people like. That's a good idea, too. And then the other ability they gave it was Armor Tail, which is just Queenly's ma Queenly Majesty, in that it prevents Pokemon from being able to use priority moves against Fargaraf. That's awesome, especially since Fargaraf doesn't have any tail. Yeah, it, it, well, the tail turns into its armor. The tail is his head. Right, and it ceased to be a tail. <laughs> so it's armor. It's, a, it's an armor tail. I love it. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> so much for so many reasons. This Pokemon is amazing. It's just so goofy. I went to Shiny Hunt Fargraf. I remember like when Sword and Shield stuff came out. I wasn't this excited about any Pokemon. I have two winners already. Okay, I've got Fargraf and Lechonk. <laughs> I am super hyped for both of those Pokemon. I saw a nice meme about Fargraf. A photo of Fargraf and it's just like when you when you and your demons are in the same page. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to joke about its hidden ability go is going to steal Calyrex's as one. <laughs> Calyrex can actually ride this. This is a new form. It's a new form of Calyrex. Should be. Psychic Ice, Psychic Ghost, and Psychic Normal. I'd be into that. Psychic Normal, Calyrex, riding, riding Fargaraf. I'm into it. For Pokemon they announced, this was like the coolest one. I, I think the only thing from the trailer to really mention is like, if you watch the US or the UK version, there was a ton of lag. So noticeable that even I, who do not care about lag, saw it. Notice the lag <laughs> when they went to what's the town's name? I already forgot it with the grass types in it. It's the grass gym leader town, and you have to complete a challenge with some sunflora. I noticed that the sunflora looked like they were dancing in a Nintendo 64 game <laughs> as they were running, and I was just like, What is this? What am I watching? It turns out that the Japanese trailer doesn't have that issue, um, and it's actually very smooth, very clean. Which means that they were probably operating on a new build of the game, and then for some reason they let every region make its own trailer. On old builds? <laughs> on old builds, which is very confusing to me, but whatevs. 
Once you hear a little bit of the history, though, once you hear a little bit of history between the relationship between Japan, Nintendo of Japan and Nintendo of America, it does make a little sense because they're not always in the same <laughs> happy-go-lucky page. They, they, they've historically yeah. fought <laughs> and do not like each other. I believe this. Uh, I saw a documentary not long ago about the, you know, the, the history of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Boy, in the early, in the 90s, Nintendo were the definitions of a villain, especially Nintendo oh, absolutely. Japan. They were just terrible. Anyway, continue on. I mean, we, we, we talked at the beginning of the show, right, about how they were super anti-rental. Yeah. Nintendo of Japan, uh, they're better now, but oh boy, they've come a long way. <laughs> After seeing the trailer, I'm just, I mean, I'm just as stoked as I have been, right? I want to play the game. Still over a month away. It's very close. Yeah, we're very close. It's very close, though. Like, it's very close. It's like a month and a week away. Mm-hmm. It's going to be ready very soon. Ah, uh, I'm going to lose. I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to lose myself in this game. Can't wait to figure out everything, every nook and cranny off of it. Oh. If it is anything like Legends Arceus, I'll be pretty excited. Just because Legends Arceus, mm-hmm. like, that was that game was so fun to binge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like feeling satiated after playing, like, for a whole day and being like, wow, there's still more to go. And like just being like, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna rush through this and get it done very quickly. Right, discovering things constantly just feels like it so is. much fun, and I'm very excited for this. Yep, it's the same way I feel about Breath of the Wild coming out in May. Yes, you know, or not Breath, or Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom coming out in May. Yeah, that one's gonna be a good time. In my old age now, I feel like I've been drawn more in those games that you can just lose yourself into like it's like yeah this is a world that you can just live in for temporary for a couple of hours uh a few you know and just forget about the world i actually live in uh and uh this scratches exactly that itch i remember in 2017 when breath of the wild came out i like legitimately had these like really messed up thoughts (laughs) the i had the i had these really messed up thoughts where i would go ahead and i would look at a building and i would be like yeah, I can, I can <laughs> climb it and then jump off and just glide and just glide. I'll be fine. Oh, I've been there. I've been there. So I, I'm excited to have a similar experience with this. Yes, yes, yes. I think it's a good place to stop, though. I think I'm very I excited. Too. We're yes. all very excited. The trailer didn't do anything to stop that. Mm-hmm. I just liked watching my Nintendo 64 footage. <laughs> I mean, they did also like accidentally reveal new Pokemon, but I'm going to put accidentally in quotes because they knew what they were doing. They just didn't care enough to scrub, scrub like the Pokemon. Yeah, that's what I immediately, people were like, oh, did they make a mistake? I'm like, no, dude, they left that on purpose. They left it on purpose because they want you to do the, have the talk you're having right now with me. Exactly. So they want you to be high and be like, oh, what's this? It's clearly on purpose. To be fair, the little guy that looks like the unevolved mm-hmm. armors, at least uh, the red one, uh, it wasn't in the Japanese trailer. Like they had different models oh, cool. in that one. So that one might have been unintentional. They were still all fire types because, you know, fire type based, but. I don't think there were any unintentional choices. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think there were any unintentional choices. Yeah, it spurs discussion and that's what they want. Everything was intended. And not necessarily unison. It could be that Nintendo of Japan made some decisions and Nintendo of America made some different decisions. I 100% believe they left it there on purpose. Oh, yeah. Little parrot dude. Because they want us to be talking about it because they, they want to build hype. They want to build hype. <laughs> when I saw the the rock mushrooms, uh, it was the one Pokemon I didn't even pay attention to it because I thought, oh, it's just that that's just a location on the mini map. That's just a landmark. It's fine. <laughs> L- yeah, like a line landmark in the mini map. It's a house that you go, I don't know, to get 
uh, TM training or something. All right. Well, this is a good place to stop. I, I'm excited. I want you guys to let us know what you thought about the trailer in our mailbag for next week. What's your favorite features? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, email it there at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. But we're going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode, though. So get ready for that, guys, as we uh, as we kick it on over there. We will catch you on the flip-flop. <laughs> And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 683, Aroates, the Fragrance Pokemon. Its Pokemon Shield Pokedex entry states, The scents Aromatis can produce range from sweet smells that bolster allies to foul smells that sap an opponent's will to fight, probably from Crawdont's little pincers. I don't actually, I actually don't know what Romatis is doing in this format, uh, <laughs> uh, because it's based at totals 462. Um, and none of them are particularly great, except maybe it's HP and special defense. It's got 101 HP, which is pretty decent. 89 special defense, which is pretty good. Uh, attack and special uh, attack and defense are at 72 and special attacks at 99, which actually is a lot higher than I would expect. Yeah. Unfortunately, it speeds 29. Uh, but in a format in VGC's doubles, which we're talking about today, um, that's not terrible because it's actually a benefit. It's fine. because yeah, because Trick Room works well in VGC more so than it does in singles. Right. So I uh, I would love to uh, dive into this team with you guys here today, though, because Aromatis is an interesting Pokemon, and I want to see somebody make it work. <laughs> and I will. I, I'm going to give it to you right now. We got Aromatis on this team with a Babiri Berry. The Babiri Berry, for those of you who don't know what that does, reduces Steel type super effective attacks by half. Um, it does have the Aroma availability, which prevents it from being taunted. And I believe that start stops a couple other things as well. I forget off the top of my head. Uh, Encore taunt is the big one. Anything that forces you to not be able to use moves or into only using a certain move, it stops. Yes. Uh, I pulled up the list. It's Taunt, Torment, Encore, Disable, Curse Body, Heal Block, and, and Infatuation. Ooh. Heal Block doesn't exist anymore, so it doesn't matter. But, it, it, it might come back one day. You never know. <laughs> uh, things come back. A Hidden Power came back. Heal Block is bad, though. <laughs> hidden Power is not great, in my opinion. <laughs> hidden Power was better in Legends Arceus, where it was always super effective, but yes. Uh, yeah, I like that version. I don't know. Hidden Power, there's so many ways to fix it, and I wish they would just do that. I want to know in a game that's not just like a side game where your idea is about collecting. I want to be able to collect in my main Pokemon games. Right. All right. So we're going to continue, though. This Aromatease is got the relaxed nature. Zero attack, zero speed. So you take less foul play damage and you're slow for Trick Room. Uh, encore. So you can Encore other Pokemon, lock them into something stupid. You can protect after you, which I always think is a fun move, because that lets you double a move, right? No, after that's instruct. After you lets your Pokemon go after after you is used. So Yes, okay. If you have a fast Pokemon and you're in Trick Room. So if you've got a very slow Pokemon like Aromatease, you can just yeah. have them go first. Yeah, if you're in Trick Room, in you trick can room. Tell your fast Pokemon to go faster. Yep. Or slower. Uh and as talking about Trick Room, its last move is Trick Room. So it is here to set up the trick room. It is your trick room center, I believe, for this game, for this team, because I don't think anybody else has it. Yep. If we're talking about trick room, though, I don't know how we could talk about trick room without talking about Calrix Ice, Ice Rider. Uh, it's got his choice band. It's got as one. I think as one is wasted on Calrix, by the way. Yeah. 
for so many because it's just like it has a nerve it doesn't need the unnerve but yeah it, nobody nobody i mean i guess it's a nice thing because it really prevented people from running berries anymore uh but it's just like ah, okay um and then you know, obviously you get the uh this one's the chilling nay uh where you boost your attack stat after you make a knockout and so this is 252 hp 252 attack four defense brave nature because you're going slow uh close combat which i did not realize it got um <laughs> right <laughs> glacial lance uh which is always a good move zen headbutt and high horsepower you're just gonna hit hard you're gonna hit a lot of things super effective um if only we could have more choice items on this team sigma <laughs> if only uh i don't know who wants to well let's finish out the trick room stuff so we'll let sigma go all right uh in order to get your aromatis to get the trick room off we have incineroar with the sugar berry uh intimidate because we are incineroar and that's what we do uh Almost max HP, max defense, uh, relaxed nature, so and a weird speed IV set. I don't exactly know why you're outspeeding like base 45s, but there aren't really any of those in the format, so I don't quite know what they're going for with it. Um, attacks are Darkest, Lariat, Fake Out, Parting Shot, and Flare Blitz. What we're doing is we're trying to fake something out so our Aromatis can take one hit and set off its trick room. Uh, that's what we're here for. Yeah. And then we can parting shot. Next up, we have Dialga with its assault vest. Ability pressure because we don't really need the telepathy on this team. Nothing's going to hit it. So max HP, max special attack, a little bit in defense afterwards. But doesn't really matter. Uh, modest nature, blizzard, earth power, flash cannon, roar of time. You can tell we're going big because we're running blizzard and roar of time. <laughs> <laughs> Our goal with the Dialga is to go big. It's fine. <laughs> well, from big, we go to small. And from trick room, to we go to this. They're not small. What? <laughs> Regilecki is really small. Re- Regilecki, specifically. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, and from trick room, we, from slow boys, we're going to fast boys. Now, we have Regilecki with choice specs and the ability transistor. Uh, it's EV spread. It's 4 HP, 252 special attack, and 252 speed. With a modest nature and IVs on attack on zero. It's going to have Vault Switch, Rising Voltage, Thunder, and Hyper Beam. Uh, clearly, he is there to do Thunder. Uh, and to Thunder really hard. Now, Maybe he, go big once gonna, or twice. <laughs> Maybe go big. <laughs> right. And he will not be alone because he usually will be joined by Kyogre, the only, the only, only fast boy in this team. Which, as uh, the choice scarf, is going to have Drizzle to make sure that Thunder hits. And then we have the EV spread of 4 defense, 252 special attack, and 252 speed with that timid nature to give you the edge over other speed categories. And then the 4 attacks on this bad boy is Water Spout, Ice Beam, Scald, Thunder. It is clear that both Regilecki and Kyokre are here just to bombard the opponent uh if you're not going to be using your uh trick room this wouldn't be a series 13 team without a kyogre <laughs> <laughs> man i so like we put these up on patreon which we will this week as well uh the team will be on patreon at patreon.com slash vocal podcast where you can get access to the shiny version of these pokemon but i feel like every week when i try to do the teams it's just like oh that's just another kyogre <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like how Incineroar was uh, in the last year. Yes, I absolutely. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's just another Kyogre. Cool, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's it's semi-frustrating, but I'm, I can't wait for Scarlet and Violet to be out. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for this, because this, this, this VGC scene is not doing well. Mm-hmm. 
It is not doing too hot, let me tell you. <laughs> All right, but like I said, if you want the team, you can join our Patreon. We will be giving it away, the shiny versions. Of, oh, well, probably not of Calyrex, but of most of these Pokemon this week. So go ahead on over there. Maybe we'll switch it up, though. I might just start put up Legendaries or something. <laughs> or not Legendaries, but like Pokemon that people want. Right. <laughs> that probably is a good idea, because there, there is not variance here. Yeah, I yeah, the variance has not been high. All right. But on that note, guys, thank you for listening to this. We're going to kick it on over, though, to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where if you send us an email, we might read it. Uh, we typically have a prompt for you each week, and last week we asked you what your favorite ghost types and least favorite ghost types were, so we're excited to get into that. But before we do, I would like to remind everybody that this segment is sponsored by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Hooves! And as always, we will give the Green Tauros badge to anybody we deem worthy. So without further ado, let us jump right on in to the, to the show. Our first uh, email this week is going to come to you from... This this one's gonna be from Bar or uh, Bear. Uh, that is the one right above it in the mail. Okay. In the mail bag. Yes, sir. Okay, so we got top bottom from Bar Bear. Uh, hey, Puckle Crew. What I like about Ghost is how gimmicky some of them are. Spiritomb is a cool Pokemon. It used to have no weakness, which was unique at the time and interesting. However, obtaining one has always been a bit of a tedious that Chidenya is probably the most unique Pokemon in general and allows for interesting team building and mind games. What really makes one of my favorite, one, uh, make it one of my favorites though, is that the wave evolves. You can easily stumble upon it by accident. The way how, uh, how an obscure evolution method this sign it is overall just a phenomenal design. Also, two shinies for one if you evolve shiny Nikata. <laughs> That's fair. In my op- that is fair. In my opinion, the biggest downside the type has at the moment is its overabundance of fire slash I I think so too, actually. I agree with this opinion. Okay. It, it's mostly a problem because a lot of them showed up as two genres. Yeah, they, like a lot gotcha. po- a lot of them have like we, the first one was Chandelure. And then after that, right. it's just been like, yeah, let's get you some more of those bad boys. It's like, here's an Alolan Marowak. Here's yeah. Alolan Got you. So you're yeah. saying that Fire Ghost is the new firefighting. It, it's, it's not that no. bad yet. No, no, no. no. It's no. Not, we're, not, we're not at that okay. level yet. But <laughs> We'll wait <laughs> okay. to see what Fue- happens yeah. with Fue Coco. Fue Coco, please no. Fue Coco, don't, don't hurt me like this. <laughs> please, okay. please stay alive, buddy. Stay alive. <laughs> don't become a ghost was... pepper. Please don't become a ghost pepper. <laughs> um, yeah, jalapeno. Okay, so it was a cool typing at first, but I think we have enough of them in the last gen. Salolan, Marowak, Cephalon, Husu, and Typhlosion, and presumably for Coco's evolution at Fire Go. No, at- please, stay alive, buddy. <laughs> at the same time, Ghost coupled with Electric, Fighting, bug, fairy, poison, and steel is still limited into one line. Up until Arceus, ghost water was unique as flying, is only shared by Drifloon line and an Oricodio form. So we might as well call it you. I wish we had more variety of type com- Also, there's a Runjurgus. I've never actually- Runarigris. Runarigris. I, re- I just realized that I haven't seen, I haven't heard this- <laughs> Pokemon being said out loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of the harder ones to say. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It doesn't come out naturally. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, and it's evolution method. Best regards. All right. Well, thank you for that one. Our next email today is going to come from Snackard. Hey, old Puckle crew. Snackard here. Picking a favorite ghost Pokemon is difficult for me, as a majority of Ghostmons have really unique designs without many flops when compared to other types. That said, my pick for an addition to the 100% correct ranking of Puckle's top five might be slightly attributed to nostalgic lenses, or nostalgia lenses. And when I say I say I might, I mean completely. And that Pokemon is Galarian Corsola. As I found during the rock ranking episode, I may be one of the four people populating the I love Corsola Island. But even I will admit that the Galarian regional makes Corsola actually usable. No longer are the days of being one shot from a Suncurrent's bullet seed. I really enjoy how the spirit of Corsola's design, pun intended, is similar to the Johto version. Seeing Corsola's cor- coral be retractable in the overworld was a nice touch with the lore behind Corsola being suddenly wiped out by climate change to only return centuries later <laughs> is a neat explanation of the ghost type. Maybe one day we will return as ghost to haunt Game Freak about the timer change. <laughs> <laughs> This is my favorite email I've read in a very yeah, long so time, actually. The, it's just yeah. like, it's just like, it's just like banger after banger here. Right. Overall, I adore the Glorian forms changes for a Pokemon who desperately needed it. My recommendation yeah. for the bottom five is Shuppet. I will be honest, I don't hate Shuppet, but I just find the design a bit forgettable. In my eyes, mm-hmm. being a forgotten Pokemon is worse than provoking strong emotions like Trubbish. And Vanillite <laughs> when they were released. That is true. They did not, those yeah. did not People cause me any issues. Them. I, no, I don't forget them, and I don't have any issue with Trubbish and Vanilla. I thought they were. I've never had issues. Like, we literally, yeah. Gen 1 literally has a steel ball with two magnets on it. And a sludge. And Grimer. And Grimer. <laughs> exactly. And Grimer. Yeah, tux, tux, I think I think Trubbish is better than Grimer. Me too. Just like Amoongus is better than Electrode. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I absolutely agree with all these things. Uh, I, I do think that Conkledur <laughs> is just an inferior Machamp, though. That's fair. That is, I don't like the clown fair. nose. I wish they would have done Me something either. that wasn't clown. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. But either way, the only thing I can re- really remember Shepard for is confusing my kid self since a green version appeared on my screen. I was hunting for a Chimico <laughs> for my team. Me being a kid, I only had four great balls and a lack of patience to buy more. So yeah, let's just say I, I never met that shiny. <laughs> Overall, the Tuggo's type pool is one of the strongest in my opinion, so being one of the worst isn't an awful sentence. Thank yeah. you for reading my email and keeping on snackered. This was good. I like this one. This was my favorite. <laughs> this was that, a really yeah. good one. That, that email made me happy, and not a lot of emails do that. Uh, well, they, no, they all make me happy, <laughs> but like this one legitimately like had some banger jokes it's in laugh it. out loud funny yeah yeah all right so we've got uh one more email today it is going to come to you from gigasaurus games and i believe sigma's got this yeah hello buckle crew i really enjoyed your episode again this week and i thought a lot of your list was really solid although i thought runerigus did deserve to be in the bottom i did say <laughs> i did propose it okay that's all I'm it, saying. It deserved, like, it's bad. It didn't need to exist. It doesn't need to exist. I, I think it's a, a like, very I don't think Pokemon. it's awful, but also it is awful. Yeah. <laughs> if it didn't have the stupid evolution method. Yeah. However, there is one line I don't think you gave enough thought to. The Dragapult line. No, I did. Uh, <laughs> I definitely did. While I, agree, while I agree the Dragapult feels like a dragon type, I actually think Dreepy is a really solid ghost type. I don't think Dreepy is a ghost type. Did Dreepy get the ghost typing? I think they're all gay. Are they? I thought I, I thought Dreepy might have been pure. <laughs> I just assumed. Let me double. Let, I'm double checking real quick. 
Oh no, catch them no, at no, level Dreepy Dre, Dre, Dre does does have the ghost typing. You are, yeah, okay. that is correct. You catch them at level fifty, so I wouldn't know because they evolve immediately. Uh, <laughs> yes, I actually think Dreepy a really solid, especially when you read its Pokedex entries, which talk about how it roams the land that was its ancient seabed. Oh, ancient seabed morning. Uh it, oh, morning. morning. It's long extinct. Yeah. How does he remember? After being reborn as a ghost Pokemon, Dreepia wanders the areas it used to inhabit back when it was alive in prehistoric seas. Ooh, that's sad. Yeah. And yeah. then they have to see like the monstrosities happen to the Galar fossil. Oh no! Oh, what if one of those? Yeah. Is, what if one of those was a Dreepy? Oh no! What the if the like, fossil was a Dreepy all this time? Either the either the bird fossil or the Draco fossil was the Dreepy. I would, I would love, honestly, if Paldea gave us four new fossils just like that, but it's the opposite sides. <laughs> they it, never meet. They, oh. that, it's just the opposite sides. So, like, we could, we could, as a fan community, like, piece them together, but then they're never, like, officially Pokemon. Uh, that would be fun. Yeah. I think it's actually cool. I think it's a really cool way to implement a new kind of fossil poke in a similar vein to Genesect, since it's basically a mutation of an extinct species. And the ghost type is really important. That really stick. It's really weird that it evolves into a stealth. Yeah, right. Right. If if it's supposed to be, it's an ancient <laughs> stealth. Type. Ancient, ancient like sea monster. Then it becomes a stealth fighter. Yeah, checks out. <laughs> I do also just like Dragapult said. That says the Dreepy look forward to being shot like supersonic missiles, <laughs> and that Draycloak gets stressed if it isn't taking care of a Dreepy. Mm-hmm. So I may be biased in its favor, but Dreepy just has so many cool facts that it really sticks out in a cool design ghost type. It's a better ghost dragon type than Giratina. I like Giratina's alt. I don't know. I think I like its origin form better than I like its alt form. I don't know. No leg Giratina's They're... better for me. <laughs> Fair. Uh... Thanks so much for all the work you to put it to put together such a great show and have a great day, Gigasaurus Game. No problemo. Yeah, thank you for those emails. I I still want to get snack. Snacker, Snacker, you get that badge, man. You get that badge this week. You you put the work in. You put some bangers in. You put some bangers in there for Thatch. Being a Corsola fan. Yeah, you need, you need something. Yeah. Uh, I I hope I hope you can show you it need, off to the you other. You need a W here. I hope you can show it to one of the to the three other people on Corsola Island. On I love Course Live. <laughs> um, all right. So thank you guys for listening today. Um, if you want to email us next week, like we said, please email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you thought of the most recent trailer, what you're most excited about for Scarlet and Violet. I'm very excited to see what you guys have. I, yeah. uh, you can also always email us about anything else, by the way. We will read any email that comes in. And if it's interesting enough, we'll just bring it to the show, even if it doesn't fit the prompt. Uh, we do also... Uh, enjoy uh, just hanging out with you guys. So the best way to hang out with us throughout the week is to come to our Discord at PuckleDiscord.com. You can, of course, also join us uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, if you would like to watch the YouTube instead of listening to it wherever you're listening to it, go to YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast. Hopefully we'll get some more things over there. You can watch a stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays by us, I mean me, uh, over at <laughs> Twitch.tv slash ThePucklePodcast. I stream Tuesdays and Thursdays from uh, around 7.30 p.m. Eastern to about 10 p.m. It may be longer depending on if we like get really into a game. <laughs> so I have been taking Tuesdays to play like the late night challenge for TCG, um, mm. which has been a lot of fun recently, uh, mostly because I'm trying to measure my own skill, which is probably bad to, a bad thing to do. But 
Uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying to get better at the game, so I, I play that every week just so I can play against people who I know are taking it seriously. And then, of course, if you would like to, uh, if you if you would like to keep up with us uh, any other way, um, you find us there. I don't know where else I'm talking about, but you can also go to Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/PucklePodcast to support the show. We appreciate everything at the five dollar tier. We are going to be opening up. Uh, or it, the $5 tier already exists, but at the $5 tier, you will be able to get access to that new Puckle, Puckle's new Game Corner plus Patreon edition where we have more Game Corner and games and trivia for you guys to listen to. So please come on over there and take a listen. I had a lot of fun recording it with Claude and Shark this week, and hopefully we can, uh, we can start making this a monthly occurrence that you guys can get that perk for it over at Patreon. Yeah, but without further ado, I have been Trainer Thatch. Say up and share up. And I've been our Sigma. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing. Yeah.